0: My name is Darren, I'm a sober alcoholic guy here in uh, Southeast Texas. Uh, I'm not a, uh, uh, I'm not a native Texan. I was born in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest and I lived in California for 34 years and, and now I'm here. Thanks for, uh, asking me to do this. Uh, it's been a minute, uh, since I, uh, got to be a, the, you know, the speaker and, and that's great. And I'll try to talk about me and, uh. Not make a bunch of generalizations and uh of what i think is right and blah 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 but the only reason i'm alive today right now is because i don't drink anymore and uh and the only reason i don't drink anymore is because of alcoholics anonymous uh this that's just the truth uh, and i got sober in traditional AA, and uh uh and eventually, I had to stop pretending that, that that was working for me, and that I understood it, and that I was down with all of it. Um, uh, and I don't have to anymore. Um, and specifically, I uh, you know I've been I've been able to stop and stay stopped for about six and a half years, a little more than that. And uh, and that's because of the people uh, in these rooms. That's be it's it's purely because of the other people who encouraged me and helped me and. And really inspired me uh, to get a hold of this and get get active in this and participate in my own recovery. Uh, and And to tell the truth, I learned how to tell the truth uh, in Alcoholics Anonymous. It was the craziest thing. And the truth is that I don't believe in a God or a deity or gods or demons or angels or divine intervention or any of that. And I'm sober. Uh, I'm a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous, specifically. Uh, secular Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, even though, you know, like I said, I, I did get to, I did get the um, the start in traditional AA. So I, I think I want to talk about uh, what I was like and, and what happened and what I'm like now. Uh, so uh, speaking of telling the truth, my original sobriety date back in the day was October 10th, 1989. I was 24 and my life was just completely shattered. I had lost my job, I'd lost my girlfriend, I'd lost my boyfriend, go ahead and figure that for your, uh, for yourselves, uh, uh, I didn't have a place to live, I mean it was just bad, uh, and I didn't have any prospects, and I was really rapidly running out of money for alcohol and drugs and food, and it looked like the food was going to have to go, and somehow, I ended up in an AA meeting and uh, I thought it was a seance. It was a candle-lit meeting when they actually used candles and I didn't know what was going on and it completely freaked me out. But I'm trying to run out the door as soon as it's over and a guy stops me and he shook my hand. He said, hey, I'm so-and-so. Uh, there's another meeting over here at this other place tomorrow night. Why don't you come there? And I actually did. Uh, and that was kind of the start of it. Um, and I did some of the stuff and uh, you know I got a sponsor and I did some of the piddly steps and and farted around with it and. Uh, I hung around in that place for three years uh, and I didn't drink and then I got really uh, jaded and uh, and disappointed and I couldn't hear the stuff over and I just couldn't hear it anymore, uh, it was driving me crazy. And so I left uh, and I still didn't drink for another three years, a little over three years and then in January of 1996. Uh, I was out of town on a job, and uh, things were going well, my career had sort of taken off, I got married, all this great stuff is happening, and uh, I'm at a wrap party, and I pick up a drink. And uh, so I picked up that drink after six years uh, with no drinking, and then it only took me 19 and a half years to get sober again, Uh, because the the only thing i'm convinced of about myself is that i just get worse that's the only thing that i know about me and alcohol is that i i just get worse uh i, I never got better at drinking and i never got better at not drinking on, until some things landed on me and i was i was able to uh <laughs> was able to change thanks because of other people um and you know, that, there it is, there's my relapse, there's my big relapse. Oh, you took a drink after six years. And uh, uh, and I like the definition of relapse and, uh, and that is, uh, let me find it here, uh, to fall back, to deteriorate, to take a turn for the worse after a period of improvement. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, I, I didn't understand it. And every time I tried to get sober after that, it got harder and harder and harder. And then eventually, um, uh, I knew I couldn't stop. So I stopped trying to stop. Uh, And I just sort of decided that I I couldn't stop this stuff. So I'm just going to drink myself to death. Or I don't know if I was suicidal, but I know I didn't care. Uh, And that didn't work either. so on uh, in July of 2015, uh, I woke up and I realized that I was in yet another detox. And I thought, oh man, here we go again. Uh, uh, and, the, and I had this bright idea. I thought, I know I'm gonna finally really bear down. I'm gonna really do this thing. I'm gonna take this seriously and I'm gonna do all the steps and try to believe in a God and all of these other things. And. Uh, I think I'm I'm really, I got, you know, I got a chance. I can really do this. And the very next thought was like a little voice in my head. Uh, and it said, oh, come on. You know exactly what you're going to do. You're going to go to meetings and get a sponsor and clean it up for a while. And as soon as the opportunity presents itself for you to drink and get away with it, you're going to be drunk again. And I knew that that was the truth. And you know, I've heard people call it the moment of clarity or a moment of grace or whatever. To me, to me, that was just the truth. Finally, I kind of saw myself for for who I was. And the, the fact was that I'm gonna do it again. And I kind of understood what a step one was at that point. I wasn't reading it, I wasn't thinking about it, but uh, it just sort of, um, it just sort of happened. Um, and, uh, I don't know uh, if that was the turning point or 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 how that helped, but um, I think I really want to talk about uh, I really want to talk about the people in our organization. Uh, I'm a book guy. I know that I know that big blue book uh, really well, uh, even though there's not a lot that uh, I uh, have come to agree with uh, or anything like that. But it it does have some good stuff in it for me. It does have some stuff that I can still apply. Uh, But it has a couple of things that I would pull them up. And the one is that uh, in the traditional AA meeting, they'll read the how it works, and then they get to the ABCs. And the B is uh, that probably no human power could have relieved our alcoholism. And in another part of the book, it talks about uh, uh, with brief exceptions, he has no defense against the first drink and no human being can provide this defense it has to come from a higher power and my experience is just the opposite my experience is nothing but help from other people and eventually learning how to help people like me which is not what I intended to do. I didn't intend to get sober and go, man, I'm going to be Mr. AA and help all the people that I possibly can. Uh, that was not my intention, but I I really do love this stuff. I really love being sober and I love trying to help, Just making the effort to help in my own limited capacity and my with my own uh, limitations. Uh, it has become something very important to me. Um, because, and I've spoken about this in, in other meetings too, and they said that no human power can relieve your alcoholism. And then they, what do they tell you to do? Well, they tell you to go to meetings. <laughs> uh, if it's traditionally tell you to get a sponsor, uh, listen to other people, uh, hang out with other people, uh, with sober people and stick with the winners and all of this other stuff. And all of the advice is about other people and that's what's inspired me is the people in AA. The people I went to the uh, the uh, convention in Toronto, and I was about three years sober, I think, maybe a little over three years sober, and uh, and it was absolutely inspiring. It just it lit me up. I was so happy that I made the effort to go there and uh, and that I attended and I listened to these great people and uh, and that is it. This is about human power. This is about human interaction. This is about putting our shoulders to the same wheel. Uh, And, and there's some great results. Uh, uh, I I just want to, I just, I can't emphasize that enough. It's, it's the other people and the other, uh, and the similarities and, um, just being inspired and and becoming curious and uh, and really taking this seriously and giving this thing the respect that it deserves. Uh, The old uh, addiction, alcoholism, disease, illness, condition, whatever you want to call it. Uh, So, um, and really getting sober and, and staying sober for me is about it's really about three things. It's about change, uh, it's about freedom, specifically from the booze and the drugs, but from a lot of other stuff as well. And uh, and the third one for me is that it's about the elimination of fears, the elimination of these irrational fears and this irrational thinking. Uh, and it's it's just been the most... <laughs> amazing journey for me uh i really thought that my life was over at least i didn't care uh if it was over or not and uh and it's and i realized that i was wrong about that you know i was just wrong and that's okay i've learned how okay it is for me to be wrong about stuff and that i don't have to latch on to the certainty that i'm right about this or i'm right about that or you're wrong about this and and all of that stuff, uh, and I, uh, I still make a real effort uh, here in my little town in Southeast Texas to help people. We just got a. I directed in a show last year into a, into a treatment center, uh, and it was uh, it was eye opening, and it was uh, uh, it was difficult. And uh, he'll be there for another three weeks, I think. Um, and it was all worth it. It was worth all of the effort and all of the stress and dealing with his mom and dealing with his employers and dealing with all this this other stuff. It was all worth it. And I don't know what the results are going to be. I have I don't I don't get to determine what the results are. Uh, I'm I can only take the action and, and try to help and. Uh, but I have you know, a lot of hope uh, that he'll uh, that he'll come out of there and and uh, and do what I did and take this stuff seriously and latch on. Uh, um, I think it's Johan Hari who wrote the the book Chasing the Scream, and he has that great TED talk about we're looking at addiction all wrong, and that it's it's not about uh, this; it's about connection. It's about the lack of connection, uh, and. And I, I like that a lot as well, uh, because I can see in myself how disconnected how I was and how and how just listening and just trying to calm down. <laughs> uh, and that needs uh, I need help with that. I still need help with that today. I still get burned up about stuff, but I don't lose my mind anymore, you know, and I'm. And getting sober and staying that way, what I think happened for me is that my mind healed. I didn't have a personality change sufficient to to get rid of the alcoholism. Uh, uh, What happened is basically that over time, uh, my mind does what our bodies are meant to do, I think, which is heal, which is to get better. Uh, And it took a long time. It took a very, very long time for me. Uh, off the alcohol for me to sort of recognize that I was kind of myself again and that was like a year and a half and I kind of just sort of woke up and went oh well this is different Uh, and I've had so many experiences uh my uh he's my husband now but uh I was 99 days sober uh out of the rehab and I'm going to the meetings and I'm doing the deal and uh we're living in Burbank and uh his his 91 year old father had a massive stroke and he didn't die right away but he wasn't going to make it and it's about i don't know six o'clock at night or something and and so i just went into that okay what have i got to do i got to get him on a plane hopefully tonight maybe get him on a red eye tonight uh i've got to do this i've got to get this going i've got to get that going and uh and, uh, you know, I, I still have a sponsor today and I like uh, I like the whole sponsorship idea. But anyway, I said, oh, and i got to call my sponsor and all this stuff. And wait. so i got all these things done. And, uh, and then I sort of realized that I'm going to be alone again. And I'm going to be in the same house that I was attempting to drink myself to death in. And I don't have to work tomorrow or the next day or the next day or the next day. And... Oh, all of the lights just sort of turn green at the same time. And I know that I can drink and I can probably get away with it. And I was like this huge sigh of relief because for the first time in my adult life, I knew that I wasn't going to do it. I didn't have to do that. Something had already changed. Something was already better. Uh, And that's another moment, just another experience that I've had that I would never have had if it weren't for this stuff. I got huge problems with traditional AA, big, big, huge problems. Uh, I think it's very discouraging for people, uh, for non-believers or free thinkers or whatever, however people identify. And on the other side of that coin is if it weren't for AA, I wouldn't be here. And this is the aA that I love. This is the Alcoholics Anonymous that I absolutely love and, and that I'm involved in. and uh, and it's uh, it's it's reinvented me. it's it has is reinvigorated me. and uh, I'm just I don't roll the way I used to roll. You know, I wake up every day, my feet hit the ground and and i and I go, okay. My primary purpose today is to stay sober and try to help somebody else do the same thing. And the more that I effort I put into the second part of that statement, the less I have to put into the first one, worrying about me staying sober. Uh, and again, it, this is a, for me. It's about coming together, putting our shoulders to the same wheel. Uh, And learning how to care for me, for me, learning how to care, learning how to tell the truth, and then eventually learning the value of actually telling the truth and then feeling good about telling the truth. That was the craziest thing, too. Uh, I didn't think I could do it. I didn't. I thought I was one of those people who are just constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves or however it says. And I was wrong about that, too. I was like, nope. Actually, you know what? You you can tell the truth. You're you're capable of actually telling the truth, and uh, and lo and behold, uh, it does sort of uh, set me free, quote unquote. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going <laughs> to take anything away from this. I rarely uh, have something mapped out uh, as far as speaking goes. Uh, so I'm going to wrap it up so, so people can participate, but I do want to close with some Bonnie Raitt lyrics, which I promise not to sing. Uh, and uh, and to me, they're, they're just, and it's written by a sober, the lyrics are written by a sober guy. Anyway, it is this, uh, I gave nearly all to building a wall that would hide me forever behind, but now even my doubt seems to know a way out. And I know you've changed my mind. And that's what I couldn't do. I couldn't change my own mind about this stuff. And that's why I needed the help. That's why I needed the people. I needed the other human beings to help me get off the drugs and the booze and stay off the drugs and the booze so that eventually my mind would come back and that I wouldn't have to try to change it myself and fix it myself because I couldn't do it even though I wanted to really badly. That's the one thing I wanted more than anything was just to be able to stop drinking and stay stopped all on my own. No AA, no nothing. Ha ha. I did it. Uh, And I couldn't do it. Uh, And I'm so glad I couldn't do it. I'm so grateful for this crazy condition. I'm so grateful that I had these problems because if I, if I wasn't as sick as I was, I would never have met you. I would never have been in these rooms. And, and that's that's been absolutely fantastic for me to get to that conclusion instead of and out of the self pity and out of the poor me and out of all of that to actually being grateful for this. Uh, I know that that didn't happen uh, on my own, and I I thank you guys for for keeping this going and specifically in this secular atmosphere. Uh, and i'm going to i'm going to wrap it up with that thanks